Hello everyone, I'm Tony. And I'm Alex. And, and we're, we're Inside, Inside Information. Information. Today we'll be discussing Chronicle. Tell me about it, Alex. Chronicle. You know, Chronicle was directed by Josh Trank and released in February of 2012. 2012? So, is that old? Not, I thought it was I, like a 2015 It looks film. like it's a more yeah. modern film, but it, it was actually made 10 years ago. It would it would had a budget of 15 million and made over 100 million of its budget. Yeah, that's a up, pretty uh, good uh, profit. And it was originally meant to be NC-17, you know that, NC-17, right? yeah, like the, the rating above R. Yeah, Where like only 17-year-olds and over can go, mm -hmm. I believe. But they decided to change it to PG-13 so it could be open for more audiences. Yeah, obviously. When it was made, yeah. Yeah, of course. They actually debuted it also in number one in the box office. Yeah, good thing they changed it to PG-13 or else that would have not happened. Yeah. But good for them. And so um, the thing I like about that movie is mm -hmm. uh, the, the, the three characters, which we'll get on get into a little later. But uh, for now, we'll uh, start. What did you think about Andrew at the beginning of the film? Andrew at the beginning of the film. I mean, I think we all had a bit of a, you know, pity for him. I don't know if that's, yeah, the pity is the right word. We all had pity for him because of his poor living situation, how his mother was dying of cancer, that's and right. how his father was... Well, abusive, let's put it like that. Mm -hmm. And it would hit him and attack him verbally as well. Yes. And so I, I think we all have a bit of pity for him. Mm -hmm. And I, I know I did too. And that brings me to another point, Matt, his cousin. I think uh, Matt, at the beginning of the film, he was really just trying to, you know, bring life to Andrew because he saw how down his cousin was. Mm -hmm. And so he was trying to help him throughout the entirety of that portion of the film mm -hmm. that's why he would push him to be more social yeah. bring him to events and other things like that so that they could uh -huh. be together and andrew could have more friends and yeah. know more people yeah he had good intentions he had good intentions cousin mm -hmm. so that, that that's good um you know uh, it's a shame what happens later on yeah we'll be discussing and um what did you think about the situation like that um you know how his mother had cancer and the father was abusive do you want to elaborate a little more how well, that, I mean, how that could affect someone mentally. Mentally, I I think anybody if they were subjected to constant abuse mm -hmm. and being put down, being thought of as inferior by a person as important as your father. Yeah. Then I think that would probably affect someone That's negatively. That's a good origin story. <laughs> yeah, it's a for pretty villainy. good background story for a villain. Yeah, and it doesn't justify it, it but. Doesn't. Yeah, that that's a shame, you know, that mm -hmm. happens. And it happens in real life, too, which is, you know, the sad yeah. part. But for the most part, they don't become supervillains. Hmm. And um, did you think his cousin Matt was trying to help at first? I do. Like he had noble intentions, you believe? I genuinely? do think he had noble intentions. I don't think he was trying to just get his cousin to be with him so that he could just throw him to the side, if you know what I mean. Just yeah. sort of keep him there and let him grow as a person as well. So. Mm -hmm. Because Matt was more of a social person. He was right. more successful, if you want to put it like Success. that, yes. in, in more that outgoing, way. More outgoing. More uh, outgoing, more extroverted. Mm -hmm. yes. And he knew his cousin wasn't. So I think his whole intention was to get his cousin to be like him, but his cousin wasn't like him. So mm -hmm. I think that may have been something that also pushed him to the edge. Uh, <laughs> and a little, a little later into the film, they find a hole. What did you think about it when, when you oh, saw it? Oh, so when they found the hole, they were at a party. I remember that. A girl threw a drink on Andrew, and he was crying outside. And that's actually when they introduced Steve Montgomery, uh -huh. who was played by Michael B. Jordan in oh, that nice. film. I like that guy. Yeah, he was a popular kid uh -huh. there. He was running for pre class president, yeah. I believe. 
And so uh, they introduce him and he asks Andrew if he can record because Andrew was walking around with a camcorder, I believe that's what you call it. And he was just recording everything. And so he found Andrew outside and he told him, come with me. And we found this really cool thing. And can you record it, please? Mm -hmm. And so when they go find the hole, I think think it was kind of notorious in a way. Like it was foreshadowing what was going to happen because of the whole situation. I mean... I don't know about you, but if I ever find a hole in the middle of a forest, I yeah. don't think I'll go after it. I think it. I might, just to expect it, you know? Really? I mean, yeah, a big hole, you know, like maybe Superman landed, you know, or maybe. a Brightburn guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, do you think they should have gone in the hole? <laughs> no, yeah. I don't think they should have gone in at all. I think that actually explains, mm-hmm. like, that is like pretty my ideology is pretty well put yeah. in the hole. Just to go ahead of myself a bit, they go in the hole because, mm-hmm. of course, it's a movie. They're going to do that. Yeah, of course, there wouldn't and be a movie. So you know, they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have really a plot if they mm-hmm. didn't do that. Yeah. And so when they did, I mean, you can see yourself. I think it was Matt who started having a nosebleed mm-hmm. and then Steve is thrown across. Or I might have the characters confused, but yes. one of them starts having a nosebleed and uh-huh. the other one is thrown across the cave yeah after they find this weird glowing huge object in the middle of it and then the camcorder goes to static like it, there's oh, yeah, nothing static. anymore that's usually not a good sign yeah that's and, not a good sign and um do, uh, what do you think happened in the cave i don't i think the director made a good choice by leaving that part up to the viewer but my interpretation of it is that sort of they all sort of fainted in a way. Yeah. And they just woke up again outside. Mm-hmm. Like, but like they did stuff in the cave, but it left it all into the mind of the audience. Mm-hmm. But do you think anything specifically happened? Like I they think, absorbed energy? I or think something? the whole weird glowing thing. I don't know how else to put it. And yeah. I'm sorry. Nah, but it's I right. think it, it's energy sort of went into them and mm-hmm. that's what gave them their abilities later oh, on in nice. the film. And that's uh, that's what I think yeah, happens. I mean, I think that's pretty, um, you know, makes sense to think that, considering, mm-hmm. you know, a glowy thing, everything goes static. Yeah. I, that would be a good, that would be a good <laughs> assumption. Um, do you think they they would have been as close friends without their powers? Like, like they're close friends already. Like, with their powers, it only brought them closer. Mm-hmm. So do you think they would, they would like, um, you know? Well, I mean, Matt and Steve were close friends then yeah. but i don't know well i don't i wouldn't say close i would just say friends i mean but andrew was yeah. sort of the outlier and uh-huh. so i think the powers really helped the three of them come together i think yeah. that's really what joined them i think that's what gave andrew no i know that's what gave andrew more confidence when uh-huh. he saw that these two popular people who mm-hmm. he thought were so great before yeah couldn't control their powers as well as he did yeah I think that's probably... And so then he probably saw himself as superior to mm-hmm. everyone. And I think that slowly built up his ego to the point of explosion where yeah. we'll discuss that later in the and, video. Yes, of course. And what did you think when Andrew sent that man into a pond? Well, I don't know if it was accidental or not. I think, because if you see the film, mm-hmm. you can see that he was... He said, okay, check this out. And then he 
motions his hand like this and the car goes into the pond oh. his face isn't filled with immediate shock it's mm -hmm. one of the screams of others that shock him so it wasn't like on purpose or was or you I, think it was on purpose they in the film they say that it wasn't on purpose uh -huh. but i think in some way it was yeah. i think andrew was just doing that and trying to see what his friend's reaction would be mm -hmm. because you know in the original plot of the film mm -hmm. they wanted to make all three villains evil yeah i like all three characters evil all three yeah yeah and so i think that sort of gives a little insight into that mm -hmm. and that's what andrew was trying to think i think that's when andrew started to see himself as more powerful and that's why he wanted to see how will they react when this happens yes and after that situation when the man uh with the car goes into the pond and they rescue the man yes they all decide to keep their powers more hidden mm -hmm. and i think that may have been that was a really important part of it y yes and do you think it was the best idea for him to do the talent show a little the later talent on? show talent show was okay even though he had the powers yeah. matt knew and so did steve that he didn't exact he was still not exactly the most outgoing and popular person so i think yeah. that that's why they pushed him to do the talent show but mm -hmm. i don't know if it was the best idea because and uh in the talent show he used his powers to sort of perform magic in a way yeah. and everyone in the school was in awe of him uh -huh. But then after everyone in the school was in awe of him, he wanted to be with the girl and ended up throwing up on her and she left him in disgust. And I think that also affected him uh, negatively, yeah. of course. And so I think that's one of the big reasons why he also turned evil because mm -hmm. in that moment, he's also screamed and slammed the door at Steve, who mm -hmm. was one of his closest friends. Yes. Do you think Steve should have gone and tried to help Andrew? Okay, well, in the film, uh, Andrew, I think Andrew knocks back his father. Uh -huh. And uh, at that moment, after his father threatens him and he uses his powers against his father. Or he, I, I don't remember it too well, I'm sorry. That's and then right. he goes up and flies into the clouds. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, and Steve, he's crying there. And yeah. Steve goes up to him flying because now they've discovered the ability to fly. And mm -hmm. he tries to console Andrew and tell him to calm down. But then a lightning storm starts brewing, which obviously is representative of what's going to happen. Yes. And so at that moment when Andrew tells him to leave him alone, lightning strikes Steve Montgomery. And then the clip cuts to them at Steve's funeral. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the best idea for Steve to do that. I think. I mean, obviously I think not, but like the worse. weather. I think it would have been worse if he hadn't gone yeah. up there. Because I, I don't know if so much about the weather is what killed steve yeah i think it might have been andrew because also if you see him at the funeral he apologizes to steve's right. uh tombstone so i think that if steve hadn't gone up andrew probably would have done something far worse like yeah. maybe attack a building or make something uh -huh. some characteristic yeah so i think that it was a good idea that steve went up to no i don't i mean i think it would have been better if he didn't go up there because then as you'll see later on in the film um it's on it's the bad guy against the good guy essentially you know but if if um michael b jordan's character was in was in the was still alive he could have defeated the evil uh, along with the good but now that you know it's just one on one it, it makes the fight more fair of course but like it, the good would have been you know would have more overpowering. had more, more leverage over the bat, mm -hmm. you know? And it, they probably would have had a better chance at stopping, you know? Yeah, they, they did stop him at the end of the day, but they would probably would have been less destruction and less 
mm-hmm. you know, yes, type and, death. <laughs> and like, which out of the three you think was most powerful? I mean, I, I think that's obviously Andrew because you can see at the yeah. first of all he killed Steve. Mm-hmm. I, that's my opinion. We don't really know, but yeah, he. I think he killed Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I think like it also demonstrated his power at near the end of the film, because mm-hmm. uh, he sort of almost destroyed a city yeah. entirely just by himself. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> like a bright burn. Like a bright burn type yeah. thing. I mm-hmm. think he was more powerful. Yes. Out of the three. And did you think uh, um, like the ending like was good? Like, <laughs> okay, so. In the movie, after he tries to rob a gas station, he accidentally blows it up and ends up in the hospital. Oh, yeah. That's when his father starts berating him that he blames him for his mother's, for his wife's death mm-hmm. because his wife died. He reveals that to him, too. Yeah. And then he wakes up and attacks and nearly throws his father off of a hospital building. Yeah. And so I think that after he's tried to destroy it and his cousin goes there to fight him, uh-huh. I think that when he was about to destroy the city i think it would have been i don't know i don't think they did him justice with that type of death yeah because they put him as such a powerful person Mm -hmm. yet he died in such a simple way that just makes you think maybe he wasn't as powerful as the movie you wanted him to look because he tried destroying the city and all his cousin had to do was swipe like that and a spear of a statue went through him i don't know if that was the best way to end the film and i well not end the film but you know, and but the climax character, it? yeah, Because yeah. at the end of the film, also the his cousin goes to Tibet, where they wanted to go, all three of them together, mm-hmm. and he leaves the camcorder there after an emotional farewell speech. Yeah. So. Very very interesting. I think that was a good ending, but I don't know. If yeah, I think it was a good ending too. Um, uh, from what I saw, I mean, it made kind of sense, you know, that the spirit would kill him because he's not like uh, Superman. He's not he's not mm-hmm. made of steel. He he's um just a normal guy with superpowers who has I'm sure he has healing abilities but not you know but if something goes through you get penetrated. Um, but wouldn't really you think that, that for a villain that powerful yeah. he would have noticed something and tried to stop? Yeah, it. probably. But yeah. you know whatever, right? And uh, would you have done it differently? Uh, you know, to elaborate on why you didn't like it that much. Well, I love the movie. I just didn't like yeah, that end, part. That yeah, that much. part. Would you change that part? I think I I. I think I would, but I don't have an idea that I would say is, you know, is as acceptable as that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> and how did the movie make you feel? I mean... Like, it's atmosphere. It's kind of like a I little bit like the Blair... it's a bit gloomy, a to bit put gloomy. it like that. It's kinda, it reminds me of the Blair Witch Project a little bit in the sense that, like, the camcorder records a lot of the movie's events. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it feels like a feels like actually like it's happening but like yeah. just a bunch of kids like a few kids are just recording it on the camera so i really like that not a lot of movies do that so to touch on that tony mm-hmm. did you like the camera work like that version of camera work more than if it had been recorded like uh, another movie like how they record movies i mean like, i i like i like um when movies take a different approach to things so in this case i liked the the camcorder um the and their use of it but like, of course, I wouldn't have mind the alternative, which is how usually it goes, where uh, a third party camera is recording them from a uh, yeah, fourth from, dimensional uh, realm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't. They're both really good options. But in this mm-hmm. case, I think the camcorder worked better. At so what it was do you think to do. movies with the camcorder 
recording style uh-huh. are usually more popular or less popular because we Le- also have less to popular. bring in a few other movies that uh-huh. were recorded like that yeah. to name a few Halloween Resurrection was recorded like that and I did not like it at all The Bay was also recorded like that yeah and uh, Paranormal Activity as well mm-hmm. there are a few like that yeah and why do you think they're not as popular probably because people aren't used to it you know people don't like change they mm-hmm. like the the thing that happens all the time. Uh, a little similar to Marvel. Uh, yeah, you know. But like, I still like Marvel, but it's like Marvel kind of has a formula for each movie. Good guy, bad guy, good guy defeats bad guy type, type thing. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, I don't mind, but like that, a lot of people like that formula. Yeah. And uh, do you think this was Josh Trank's best film? Josh Trank also made the most recent Fantastic Four film. You mean fan stick I, uh, that's how, what's it, what it says on the poster. Nah, bro, that movie sucks. <laughs> that was a pretty I mean, bad it stinks. And, uh, but Michael B. Jordan's in it, and he's also in this film. So yeah, that's I think they, kind of an interesting yeah. trivia question. And also, I don't remember the actor's name, but the one who played Mr. Fantastic auditioned for this movie, uh-huh. and he was rejected. But um, then Miles later Teller? Cast. I believe so. Yeah. Yeah, and then they recast in the... Uh, put him in this recent film as oh nice that so i think that was sort of nice of josh Trank to put him to mention him at least and what would you rate the films. film i would give it a nine i really enjoyed this film i thought it was well made well thought out and well mm. pretty much planned to yeah. be like that yeah i i i mean i i'd give it a good rating too based on what i've seen i didn't watch the entirety of the film but i've, I've seen um a good amount to have a well-formulated opinion on it and so i'd give it a i'd give it a eight an eight okay. for especially for the type of style they're going for and the characters were great mm-hmm. acting was pretty good and uh, I like the cinematography and uh, I, I think that's about it right Alex yeah I have anything else to add no sir no. thank you everyone for joining us on this week's episode next week we'll have another good film for you mm-hmm. and uh, we'll join you next week bye 